BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to The Toast. Happy Wednesday. It is hump day. So appropriate because I'm seated, seated with three of the most humpable, lovable, sexy people I know. It's Bryce. It's Strice. It's Jax. And it's Claude. It is. That's so true. Yeah, the Strice brothers are with us, both of them in studio, like on chairs, visible to the audience watching on YouTube. And yad welcome, because these are some gorgeous boys that you're seeing today. Yes, it feels so good. So right. It's been weeks. Weeks? It's been eternities. Since the Strice brethren have been on the show and... It's time today that they get their fucking asses up and work. I know. Like, they don't even know how important, how integral to the business they are. Yeah. And today's episode is going to have a million views. And literally all they have to do is sit there and look pretty. Literally. Just like us. Just like us. It's not as easy as people think it is. No. And everyone just wants to hear from us, you know? I know. We can't just sit here and look pretty. I mean, we could and it would be good. It would be gorgeous. But it wouldn't be great. No, 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 no. Well, it's great because it's Wednesday and we've got stories. We've also got Dear Toasters, you know, some conundrums to help the girlies through. Mm-hmm. Um, we're together. Yeah. We're alive. Yeah. What else is going right for us today? You got a new couch. I got a new couch this morning. It was just delivered. I'm so excited to like go downstairs and really tinker with it and make it my own. Live couple with it. pillows, get it all decorated. My living room is now coming together. Most of the pieces have arrived, but I need to like move my TV over and then place some more things. So I'm really excited big about this happening. journey. Big things happening. You Huge. chose a big week to come. I'm a big girl, so it don't, it's only right. Ain't that the truth? Okay. Watch your mouth when you talk to me like that, okay? Watch <laughs> Sorry, I was mouth. just like backing up everything that you say. No, Jackie's like kind of on one this morning. Like she told me she didn't like my outfit. No, like I went into Claudia's room and she was already complaining about her outfit. No, I just said like, you know, my capsule wardrobe here is not doing... What, what it needs, it needs to, to be do to be doing because I I honestly am spending way more time here than I thought I ever would. I thought I just like needed the bare minimum. Like no, I need a full look, a full wardrobe. Like we've big plans this weekend. I'm gonna have to borrow something from you or Olivia. Like my my capsule collection. It's not cutting it. Yeah. So I just like didn't disagree with her. She was she like, didn't... yeah, you look like trash. That's really no, what you said. I didn't say you look like trash. You just said like you're giving trashy vibes. That's literally not what I said. I'm not gonna repeat what I said because it was worse. <laughs> Not. It was no, not, just, but some things can be meant for the private. No, she just like entered and was like, wow, you're so ugly. That's what she said. I would. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. She I can't that. with the fucking blasphemy, the fallacies coming out of your mouth. She didn't say that. She just said, you look, wow, you're putting the turd in Laturdia. That's what she said. Yeah, that is what I said. Let's get real. I'm so like living for our Laturdia McClurdia era. The way this nickname has caught on, I know I don't stop talking about it, but literally every message I get is Laturd. Laturd. Um, and I hope we never exit this era. Like the thing with you is like your nicknames I'm are always in and out of fickle eras. Fickle and fleeting. Like some things have lasted and stood the test of time. That's true. Like counselor snitch. Yeah. You know, yeah. bet you didn't see that one coming. No, none of us did. Years and years. I hope Laturdia is here to stay, but you never know. You can't control. You don't know where she'll go from here. And that's the thing about Laturdia. She's so mysterious. But I will take your request and I will file, file it away it. and- I'll let that influence my next decision. I will. Um, and I also feel like every time we podcast together, like the next day on the podcast, I say something to this effect, but I have to say it again. I'm not okay. Yesterday was the hardest day of my life. Oh, every time we podcast together here. Yeah. Because, you know, taking care of Harry, but yesterday Olivia was just so busy. She had her hands tied. She said, can I drop? She had her hands full. 
And she said, can I drop Michaela off? And I said, of course. Like I thought, you know, we would lay in bed. That's, that's the thing about Michaela. She loves to lay in bed and watch TV. She's like my soul sister. But I got like Michaela on crack yesterday. She had just woken up from her nap. And she I had to was watch done her. She was with laying in bed. She was done with laying in bed. And Olivia said, you know, you could do whatever you want with her, but she can't jump around because she got her adenoid surgery. So like her ears are very sensitive. She can't jump around. I'm like, great. I'm not looking to jump around anyways. What did Michaela want to do? Jump the fuck around. She wanted to go outside. She wanted to jump on the bed. Like I needed this bitch to sit down. I was so tired. I, it was like, I had worked a full day and now I had to work Michaela hours. When her parents came to pick her up and have dinner with us, like they couldn't leave fast enough. Like I needed everyone to go to sleep. I needed to lay in bed. I was not okay. Like, and I, and I understand that being like a stay-at-home mom is such a privilege. When I tell you, it's horrendous. Like, I never okay, want to do it. Question. Would you rather be a stay-at-home mom or assemble chairs on the beach? Oh, shit. Okay, so for some backstory, since I feel like I haven't said this in a while, people always ask, it. Like, it's like a dinner party question. Like, what's the job you would least likely want to have? And everyone's like, shovel shit at the elephant circus. Shovel elephant shit at the circus. Mine is 100%. I would not want to be like a cabana boy on the beach who like sets up chairs and umbrellas in the sun. Um, it's too much physical labor. I hate being outside and like it's so hot. All of my it's least so favorite hard, things. It's like walking in the sand. It's not just like you could sooner do it at the pool. Of but course. Like, there's something out there. The, the tension beach. on the beach. Walking on the beach is so hard. Yeah. Plus like carrying everything, setting it up. That job is the amalgamation of everything I hate. Like being physical, being hot, being outside. Um... So would I rather do that or to me, like a lot of the elements of being a stay-at-home mom mirror that of being a cabana boy. It's kind of like the same physical vibe. Yeah. I, th- I think I'd rather, still rather be a stay-at-home mom because I get to be inside. Like at home. No, yeah. And there's air conditioning. Yeah. But it's a, it's a really good question. Yeah. Drop a comment, you guys. What's the job you would least likely want to have? Yeah. And I feel like people don't think it through because everyone's always like garbage man. It's like, really? The garbage truck has air conditioning. No, and like the benefits and the pay. Yeah, you are severely well taken care of. You work for the city. You have great health insurance. You have an aux cord. Like, what's bad? You meet lovely people. I think for me, and this is really specific to me. And it should be. The answer it is. should like, be. This is other people's like job and, and it's like not a bad, it's a great job. But for my skill set and my weaknesses, the thing that I would be the worst at that would like just drain me would be being a real estate broker mm, and yeah. going around and sh- and talking all personable. day and like wearing heels and like meeting new people all day and like at, like just no not person I'm personable but like no like you just have to having give your like social battery small talk all day long yeah no that's for me that's not a job I could see you doing no and like if I showed you the apartment like here you go take a look. You know, it is what it is. Like, I'm not going to change your mind. <laughs> no, Look around. Like, I know the Sub-Zero fridge and all the details. Like, I couldn't. I feel I, like I could do it. I feel like real estate agency is like a performance of sorts. Yes, that's true. And like, yeah, I could dazzle. Very, yeah, you could. You could. I think I could do that. I, I don't know if I would enjoy it. I think it's a lot of time I'm on my heeled feet. <laughs> In the heels. The heels. It's not fair. Um, like, when I see those uh, selling, selling sunset girlies, I'm like, you have my utmost respect. Yeah. But I think I could do it. And I'm also like... Another thing that is not my skill is like sales. I don't think I would be good in sales, like trying to convince someone to buy something. Like I'm very like, if you like it, you should get it. No, and And if you don't need it, you probably shouldn't. No, and I think also part of being a real estate agent is like, you know, relying on personal and social connections. Like, oh, do you need a house? Let me sell you this. Or, oh, I just saw this great property. You might be interested in it. And like for me, mixing work and like my friends, kill me. Like seriously, take me out and shoot me. Yeah. I hate to be like, to even like seem like I'm trying to like, gain something from a friendship you know yeah I hate that yeah no you have to be able to like work your network yeah your network is your net worth yeah for me no no but I'm curious you guys um drop a comment what would be the job any job in the world that you would not want to have yeah because it's so random yeah it's just based on like what your weaknesses are and what your strengths are. Right. And I just feel like those cliched answers, like once you start thinking about them, they're not that bad. Like even shoveling shit at the circus. Okay, like the shit part isn't great, but the circus is a family. Did you see The Greatest Showman? Literally. And there's entertainment. Like I'm sure you get after hours tickets and like I'm sure you get free popcorn. Travel, you see the world. Yeah. It doesn't sound that bad. No, it doesn't. So I'm just curious what other people's like death jobs are, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll keep thinking about it. And I'm sure other people's are like jobs that I would actually really like. I'm sure for some people, like they could never be a teacher. 
They could yeah. not be around like mm-hmm. kids. All I would love to be a teacher. I think yeah. I would be a really good teacher. You know what? You always used to say that. And I was like, yeah, sure. Whatever. And now seeing you as a mom, like you're such like not the type of mom I thought you were going to be like you're not that I thought you were going to be a bad mom, like, but you're like above and beyond like the best mom ever. And so I actually could see you even like with Kayla, like you bring the same energy to Harry that you bring to Kayla. Like you don't like treat Harry better because he's like technically yours. Like you really love kids. Yeah, I do. I do. And And I I didn't see that, honestly. Like I didn't used to say like, I want to be a teacher. I'm like, okay. (laughs) Pray for the kids. Pray for the kids. Like, like, no, I, I didn't see it at all. Yeah. But I see it now. Yeah. So everyone always asks, like, if you weren't a podcaster, what would you do? And unfortunately, I think I would like probably still be in some sort of like social media marketing and like not know how to break out of it. Yeah. But what I should have been doing is being a teacher, even if I was just like a substitute teacher. Substitutes are the best. Yeah. Bad teacher. Holly Holiday from Glee. Yeah. I think if I wasn't doing this, I always say like I would be a veterinarian for- Literally never. A veterinarian for one. Like I would be a private client, concierge vet, only to Theo's needs. You would study medicine so that you could cure him. A hundred percent. I don't know. I really don't know what I would do. Like, I know that I would probably, just like you, have a job, like, in marketing or media, because that's, like, what I studied in college. That's, like, what we know, but that's not what we should be doing. No. I should be a pop star, like, for real. Yeah. That's my dream job. I guess that's technically what you're doing now. Like, not really. As close to it as you can make yourself get. I always say, like, when I am, you know, about to go on stage at Madison Square Garden, like, I'm so honored and, and humbled to be there, but like, I wish it was for singing. Like I, and I love doing what comedy. If, okay. What if like, whenever you get your biggest venue, whatever that's going to be next, like it's going to be for your tour. But what if you just like came out. The at, backup dancers. No. And like, yeah, just did a concert. I think, I think everyone would be really understanding. I think at first they would be confused. And then like, once they saw the talent and the passion, they would get on board. They would be understanding like, okay, we know McClure, she's living her dream. Like, we Let, love that right. for her. We'll we'll take this L for her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think we'll catch be, the special online. Yeah, I think they'd be understanding too. Yeah, think about it. But that is like my absolute dream because people are always like, "You must be living your dream," and I totally am. But like, I do feel like part of me is like missing out, like on I, I all I ever wanted to be was a pop star. I feel like maybe you should work it into every set, like an intermission or something yeah. where you just get to live out your dream for a few minutes. Or like I'll end the show because I want it to be like, per- I want the show to be perfect. And then I'll be like, come back and be like, by the way, you guys can leave. But like I'm going to do another 30 <laughs> minutes just singing. But this is not mandatory. Feel free to leave. Feel free to go get a drink. I think they'll stay. I think they'll stay there. Maybe not the husbands. But they need to drive home. So true. They'll wait outside. They'll wait in the car. Yeah. yeah. Listen to the toast. <laughs> really? Um, so we've got a great show today. Uh, I don't have anything really else. Oh. I'm watching Ginny and Georgia. Mm. And, you know, people are, like, begging me to recap it. They're, like, yeah, on I, their hands I and knees. I saw one comment. Yeah, I did. Begging, like, pleading. Claudia, please. I'm only on, like, episode four or five. And, like, it's not really, like, a substantial show that you can recap, like, where you can have intellectual conversations about it. It is so bad. But it's, like, incredible. I love Georgia. I can't with Ginny. I think that's the point. Like, she's, like, this angsty teen who's just being so dumb. Like, and Georgia's, like, this, you know teen mom who like you know hustles hard and I just I love Georgia and I just want Ginny to be nice to her mom I just it's basically a tv show about like a kid who's mean to their mom and I I feel like I saw enough of that growing up I hate people who are rude to their parents and it's definitely triggering me Hmm. yeah but I do think you would like it that's what Olivia said Olivia watches it too I think you would like it I don't know if if I have it in me to give it a chance so you know for you like whenever you see that guy what's his name Richard from the bull type yeah that actor you know when you see him in like a Hallmark movie or a TV show like you know it's going to be your type of show yeah I realized last night I have one of those who the character um who plays Jason Street in Friday Night Lights yeah he's in Heart of Dixie he's also the mayor in this show I know if he's in a show or a movie I'm going to like it yeah that's good and it's so funny I don't know why like I have this like weird connection to him like maybe because I was really moved by his story when I saw him in Friday Night Lights as a young girl but um whenever I'm reading a book I I always find a character who I imagine as him he was in something else recently like something real also the fuck is his name yeah I'm on my Jason Street actor his name is Scott Porter. Oh, that sounds right. And he is in everything. Part of Dixie, Friday Night Lights, Ginny and Georgia. But there's something else. Oh, he was in Why Women Kill. We loved that show. I did love that show. Who, Who was, was he? he? Season one or two. 
That is so weird. I loved that show. Hold on. We think there was like a couple in the 50s. Stop. And then Lucy Liu. And then like the modern day couple. It must have been a different season because I didn't finish it. It might have been two. season two, which was really terrible. I didn't finish it. It was really, really bad. Let me look for a picture. Oh, oh. Let me see. He was married to that girl from America's Next Top Model and they murdered him. Spoiler alert. Remember her? Oh, he was the abusive, he was, yeah, oh, like bad yeah. husband. He was very. Oh, that good was in kind that. of like a departure for him. He was like on a, a new serious role. role. Yeah, because he's only like a, he must have like an agent who specializes in trash. Whatever that agency is, where you it's need like, to get a job. I there. need to get signed. That's with your that dream age. job. That's my dream job is to like be in like sappy, Hallmark, Hallmark sappy. Except like again, know thyself and your skill set. Like I would not be good as an actor. As an actress. What do you mean? I'm not a good actress. Really? Yeah. Don't say that. I hate to say it. And I know that, it, that the craft doesn't require much. It doesn't. But I'm not good. I think I could be like an incredible actress. I think you could too because you're very dramatic. Like I'm not a good actress and I'm comfortable saying that. No, but I feel like you like you and I will go somewhere and we'll like be, be with people or whatever and we'll get in the car and I'll be like, I fucking hated that. And you'll be like, really? What? Like I thought you were having a good time. Like I think I'm a good actor like in everyday life. Yeah. Like, Ben is always, like, we'll get in the car and be like, fuck, like, let's get home. He's like, I thought you were having a good time. Yeah. That, like, even my own family believes me. Yeah. No, I, I think like, they've got the skill set for it. I just, I feel like I could, I, like, I can act, like, in everyday life, you know, when I need to behave. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when it's intentional and, like, dramatic, like, I have nothing to give. I mean, actors are just, they're just liars. Yeah. And, and no I'm one's not a, a liar. No, I am. I lied to you, you yesterday. You did. <laughs> I asked her if she she was getting in my bed like while I was out she just wanted to like relax in my bed because her room was occupied and I asked it just like, was like did you shower last night and she was like no I was like oh but you bathed and she was like yeah but I wasn't expecting did. the follow-up question at first I was going to tell the truth you were like did you shower I was like no like I wasn't even sully or sweaty and like I was fine and Jackie was like I guess to Jackie the, the concept of me showering was so inconceivable she just assumed that I bathed because yeah, yeah, my room has and a tub. You were talking about how you were excited to take a bath that night. So Jackie was like, "Oh, so you bathed?" I was like, "Oh, yeah." So I just went along with the lie, and then I told her a few hours later that I lied. I just after she had been in my bed, and I'm not gonna lie, like <laughs> she was upset. There, no, I, I just don't like that you lied to me. I wasn't planning on lying, but you kind of like cornered me with the with this follow up question. <laughs> I did not. Like, so what? I didn't bathe. Like, who cares? I'm literally so no clean. one. But you made it a big deal by lying about it, right? Isn't that what you always say? It's, it's not, not the, the crime, crime it's, it's the, the cover up. up. That is what I always say. I really believe that too. I just felt like it was truly a harmless little white lie. Yeah, except like, and not in a negative way, but maybe it was just because like you're a different person. When I got into my bed last night, like- Oh, shut up. <laughs> Seriously, shut the fuck up. Your yeah. bed was fine. I laid on top of the covers in my clean pajamas. Like, don't even start. Like, don't if fucking I was start a detective, like I would have known someone else was in my bed that day. You're such a little scoundrel. <laughs> like, don't even lie to me like that. Don't. I literally, I, I did have the thought. I'm not, it's not, this isn't a lie. But it might've just been like, you, you were know, just self-fulfilling. Saying, you were just saying not two minutes ago that you don't lie. So don't start now. I don't. That's don't how start you now. know. Don't fucking start now. You're such a liar. I literally had the thought when I put my head to my pillow. I was like, someone else was in here today. Well, I guess there's two liars on set today. Rise and trice. Rise and trice. These boys lie through their teeth. Oh, mom, I didn't have dinner yet. Yeah. To dinner, Bryce. Actually, you know, Bryce did yesterday um, kind of chug my Diet Coke. <laughs> was he up all night with the Zoomies? I no, couldn't believe he drank my soda. he was up all night tending to his mother because I had a migraine. Terrible. And he was like, Mama, can I get you a cold compress? Mama, do you want your eye massager? I was like, yes, Bryce, please. And Mama, um, Bruno lives in the 1930s. Yeah, my whole household does. We have Mama and Papa. Totally. Mama, Papa. I have Papa. Oh, yeah. You Not have, Papa. Yeah, you have Pop. It's so. funny how like intonation is everything you know it really is um so let's get to it because we kind of got a big show lots of stories mm-hmm. some drums and then dear toasters which i'm excited about so without further ado to do to do about the strudit do to do's here are the past five stories that you need to know and i'm so excited because we have a brand new sponsor today one that's very near and dear to our labias. It is European Wax Center sponsoring today's episode. Break away from the winter blues with a wax from the experts. Book a service today at European Wax Center dot at European Wax Center, period. All it takes period. Period. All it takes is 15 minutes. Whether you're jet setting or just staying at home, get the quick refresh you deserve in 15 minutes or less. And extend your smooth at home with our 
post-wax phase. Each one is designed to complement your wax and maintain silky smooth skin all winter long. So whether you're like a regular waxer or you want to get into it, I feel like Jackie's been waxing for so long Mm -hmm. and I've only recently started to get into waxing because it's obviously the better choice for hair removal. And I was like kind of nervous about it. Margo is obsessed with the European Wax Center. I know you are too. So um, Margo actually took me, I got my armpits and my upper lip, which is uh, sadly a necessity. And she took me to her favorite girly at European Wax Center. And I have to say, it was such a pleasant experience. It's really not so bad. And they make it fun. They have a great playlist going, like a lot of Kelly Clarkson. Everybody who works there is so nice. You get caught up in the convo and the wax is over. I've been going to European Wax Center for years. I go to European Wax Center down down here. here. And it's nice, like whether you're traveling or you've moved, like it's a name that you can trust because you don't want to let a lot of people into the your world space. of your wax dumb. No, it's true. They're really, in, especially for me in the city, there are so many convenient locations. When we went um, to get our first manicures together, when you moved down here, there was a European Wax Center right next to the nail place. Um, and they do everything from brows to toes. European Wax Center specializes in all kinds of smooth because smooth is what they do. And what's better than a smooth escape? A free one. So your first one is on European Wax Center. Get your first wax free and you're at European Wax Center. So experience a new state of smooth at European Wax Center. Make your reservation today. Your first wax is free. Beat the winter blues with a wax from the experts. Keeping you silky smooth all season long with 15 minutes, 15 minute appointments, exclusive comfort wax, and an array of post-wax products. Beating the winter blues is smoother than ever before. Want to give it a try? Your first wax is on the house. Get your first wax free at European Wax Center. Today's episode is she also said free. I did say free. She said free. Today's episode is also brought to you by Clinique. Many things in life can dehydrate your skin, including weather, pollution, blue light, time spent in the sun, mask wearing, air traveling, and air conditioning. Fight back against life's daily dehydrators with Clinique Moisture Surge 100 Hour. This supercharged gel cream hydrator delivers 100 hours of hydration for plump, glowing skin, even after washing your face. Auto-replenishing technology helps skin create its own internal water source, delivering continuous, oil-free, and non-greasy radiant hydration. After one week, 99% of women say that their skin... It leaves their skin feeling deeply hydrated. So Clinique is a brand that you can certainly trust. And this time of year, I feel like everyone's skin is getting like dry and flaky and just like kind of crusty and gross. Um, So turn to the experts at Clinique. The oil-free gel cream moisturizer with aloe bioformin and HA complex penetrates deep into the skin surface for 100 hours of stabilizing hydration. Plus, the auto-replenishing technology helps skin create its own internal water source to continually rehydrate itself, then lock in moisture. And your skin will feel soothed with hydration in three seconds and it keeps on glowing. So um, I have used this product after one application, I saw an immediate boost in hydration and just my overall skin radiance. My dehydrated skin was smoothed and comforted with a nourishing hydration that lasts. I feel like sometimes you'll put on a product and it'll just like go away after a few minutes. But this product from Clinique like is continually hydrating your skin throughout the day and you'll notice like that glow and that radiance um, all day long. And then in four weeks, Women saw 37% improvement in skin barrier strength, more balanced skin microbiome, and a visible improvement in the appearance in fine dry lines, which can be like really gross and crusty this time of year. So you'll apply it twice daily in the morning and at night on clean skin. You can use it alone or under makeup on dry spots as a five-minute mask, as a cuticle treatment, as a frizz fighter, whatever it is. Whatever issue you're having, this product will work for you. Just one use and you'll see an improvement in skin radiance. So shop the Clinique Moisture Surge 100 Hour this Valentine's Day for 20% off when you go to Clinique.com. The discount is uh, valid through Valentine's Day, December, uh, not December, February 14th. Hmm. So shop Clinique Moisture Surge 100 Hour this Valentine's Day and for 20% off, go to Clinique.com. The discount is valid through Valentine's Day. T-Y. Yet Welks. First story, a little world tour news. Beyonce announces Renaissance World Tour dates for summer 2023. The superstar performer announced her highly anticipated Renaissance World Tour on Wednesday. Beyonce will kick off the U.S. leg on July 12th in Philadelphia with subsequent stops in cities including Chicago, New York City, Boston, Atlanta, Miami, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, Houston, and New Orleans, among others. So this is very exciting. I think it's been a while since Beyonce has been on tour and now she's doing it. There's a lot of world tours going on. I feel like there are a lot of world tours going on. And I wonder if they have to like navigate around each other. Like, do you think Beyonce like waited a little bit? Cause it's summer 2023. It's like kind of when Taylor starts, like, do you think she had to like not accommodate, but like, you know, she didn't want to 
do it too close to Taylor and like have to compete? To be honest, no. No. I don't. What about Madonna? No, no different demographic. Yeah. Yeah. I also I like that she, I like this time frame that she announced. Like it's it's not it's February so and we can get excited for summer twenty three. Like that's a good amount of leeway. I also think like only really Beyonce could do that because like you have to know for sure. Like stadiums like most people who play stadiums, they don't sell out immediately. Like a couple people do, but you need like a, a decent amount of time to lead up to the shows in order to sell like ninety percent of the seats out. But I feel like Beyonce is like one of the only people who could do it like literally four months before. Yeah. It's like not that long. But Taylor sold out everything, right? Because you guys couldn't get tickets. Yeah, Taylor's like a, a Beyonce as well. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, because we couldn't get tickets. Yeah, rub it in. Yeah, so what's going on with your tickets? Um, I just can't explain like how relaxed I am. That's so good. Like I have no tickets. I have no prospects. I'm 27. I have no money and no prospects. But I just know I'm going to be there. Yeah. I can't like explain how I'm, I'm not concerned. I'm not concerned for you. Like either. I'm so I know calm. You're be there. I'm feeling very calm. You are a beacon of calmness. Calmness is my superpower. That is not true. That is a lie. A lie. A big lie. I would say, what's your superpower? Probably like my looks. Yeah. No, actually, what's my superpower? My personality. Like, that's so something an ugly person would say. But like, <laughs> it is. Like, it is. I'm sorry. I think people like, you know, sometimes think they might not like me or like, you know, and then like, but I, you can turn them. I really like with, I'm, your, with your powers. I'm a dazzler. I really am. Yeah. And I just happen to be beautiful, which is so unfair, but, um, no, that's it's definitely, that, it's what's on the inside that counts. Another thing that you would say to an ugly person. Wow. I'm just feeling like really gorgeous today. Um, no, by personality. What, what would you say is your superpower? Oh, I would say actually calmness. Yeah, I would say calmness is among my Like you're so level-headed. Like you never get like hasty, you know, like what do they say about decisions and haste? Like you've never made one of those. When no. I'm, I make one once a day. Yeah. Yeah. No, I would say my my calmness and just like my level-headedness. That was yeah. a good word. Yeah. Um, so Beyonce's going on tour. I feel like everyone, I feel like everyone's gonna be going to like so many concerts this summer. That's so fun. I love that for us. Yeah. And I do think normally like we would not like be experiencing a Taylor tour and a Beyonce tour like in the same few months. But we have but, years to make up for. Right. Years were taken off of our lives and they must be added back. Quite literally. Quite literally. Speaking of concerts, there's also been some buzz that Harry Styles got like a really big offer to do a Vegas residency. Oh my God. I mean, that's a great idea. He'll be amazing. And he's so Vegas. But he's so Vegas. Like, take a break. I know. I do think conceptually it's like a good idea for him and his brand, especially because he kind of like does residencies. Yeah. He does like a couple weeks in New York, a couple weeks in LA. Um, but my God, yeah. He did like take like a month off and now he's back at the forum. But it's not even about taking time off. It's about like scheduling your schedule to be humane. Yeah. No, I agree. Like with days off in between. I know. It's like sad. He needs to calm down. Yeah. Um, but I do think he would probably put on like a, an amazing show. I think I, I would go see that. Yeah. I could go for a trip to Vegas. Me too. We need to see Adele. And we need to see Carrie Underwood. Oh, when does she start? She's go. She's on, right? Because Rach went. Oh, did she? Yeah. That would be a good one too. Mm -hmm. The country women do a good Vegas residency. I think Miranda Lambert just wrapped one up too. They're like, it's so Vegas also. It's like diamond and denims, you know? It must be fun to live in Vegas and like you have every concert that oh, you could just go to. Yeah. I thought you were going to say it must be fun for like Carrie Underwood to live in Vegas for a few months. And I actually don't think it is. No. And no. I don't think that they do. No. Yeah. That's not what I was Like Adele's is on the weekends. I think yeah. she probably goes back to LA on Monday morning. Yeah. I, I really do want to see Adele. Her t what's crazy is like the ticket prices have not come down. It looks amazing. It looks amazing. She I, looks every amazing. Every video I see, like I watched the whole thing and I'm glad that I did. Me too. I do want to say it doesn't look like the production is so wild. They couldn't have gotten it right the first time, but I've moved on from that. I'm just still like a little suspicious. Um, and I really do want to see it. Like, it, especially when she goes into the audience, I'm like a little annoyed. Not that I have any plans to go. I'm annoyed like when she goes into the audience, which is like kind of like the worst part of a concert. Like everyone has to turn around. Like you can't even see the person. Um, it's during my favorite song. She goes in when we, when we were young. Yeah. Not to complain about a show, I maybe, probably won't say. Yeah, maybe you should tell her. No, maybe she'll hear this. <laughs> um. Anyways, Beyonce, I'm excited for everyone who's going to go, but I feel like it's not enough shows and there's going to be like a calamity trying to get tickets. Well, we'll have to see how Ticketmaster handles, you know, they had their hearing. Yeah. And it was like all the politicians. At first I thought it was funny. and like then, No, I, not for one second did I think it was funny. No, then I was like, okay, these people are like trying to be viral. This is like giving cringe. Like the second before, like everyone said, like all these people in Congress- 
were like, like talking to Ticketmaster and like then speaking in Taylor Swift lyrics. And it was like, obviously one person did it and then and the next person and the next person. And it was so cringe. It would look at their notes and be like, Ticketmaster, you're a nightmare. Dress like a daydream. <laughs> Ticketmaster, now we have bad blood. Ticketmaster, you should say to yourself, it's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. Like, cringe beyond it was cringe beyond yeah at first i was here for it and then like the long the more the more people i saw doing it and each one got worse and worse i thought this is what's wrong with our country and why you know eggs are eight dollars this is what's wrong with our country Mm. you ever just like forget how to drink and you're suddenly soaked are you soaked i'm covered in pellegroin because you didn't put your mouth on it i didn't no oh my god it's everywhere Are you ready for our next story? I took that shower you finally wanted me to take. Are you ready for our next story? Yeah. Tom Brady says he's retiring for good after 23 seasons in an emotional video. So Tom Brady put out a video this morning saying, give him a chance to make fun of himself. Yeah. He said, I'm retiring for good. I know the process was a pretty big deal last time. So when I woke up this morning, I figured I'd just press record and let you guys know first. He said press record? Oh yeah, he did say press record. It won't be long. They just spelled it wrong on People Magazine. Classic. It won't be long-winded. You only get one super emotional retirement Thank essay. You. And I used mine up last year. So I really thank you guys so much. He said to every single one of you for supporting me, my family, my friends, my teammates, my competitors. I could go on forever. There's too many. Thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream. I wouldn't change a thing. Love you all. Well, you should. I just feel like that last <laughs> line is a little bit of a lie. Yeah, especially not even because that he like didn't do great this season. He lost his family. He lost his like you know if he had just retired when he said that he would, he would still be married to Giselle, according to sources. Right. Um. Like whatever. Like it's way it's crazy how like he is the goat, and like I feel like nobody cares. Like it's so it's almost played out at this point. Like but he sure, knows. Tom. At least he knows he's not trying yeah. to like make a meal of it. He's just like. No, it was a self-aware statement, and for that, we're extremely grateful because, yeah. like, we're all looking at him side-eye. Though this time, I was a little bummed because there were rumors he might be going to the, the 49ers, 49ers, and they actually could really use him, and he could use them. Like, I guess. They need a strong QB. I they know, have everything but else I, I do kind think of his re- time is up. They have everything else really strong. I know. And he's from the Bay Area. Well, that's true. Um... I do wonder, like, what's on his mind. Like, is he? Li- I could, I could see like everything we have heard about, like the whole Giselle thing being a lie. But like, if it's true, this has to be a person like living with deep regret. Yes, but like, I think that it, it's more than just like one decision for him to go back to football that would like end his very long marriage. Yeah, you know, because if they were otherwise so happy, yeah, there has to be something else. Then they would have made it work. So I just, I think it was they were at the end of their road and. That was the last straw. But if it wasn't that, there would have been a different straw. Are you at the end of your road or the end of your rope? I think you could be at both. I think it's at the end of, I mean, you could be I at. I feel like end of your rope is a little like morbid, morbid no? like giving like suicidal vibes. Yeah, yeah, that's the vibe I'm getting. Rope is definitely. So I, Speaking I'm going to change it to road. Did you just see Kylie wearing that necklace? Yeah, that, that was, was a fucking news. weird. That was fucking weird. Yeah. I'm all about like, you know, making a statement with your art, but like it's fucking weird. Yeah. Fashion's just getting like kind of weirder and weirder. Darker and- More twisted. More twisted. And I just think further away from like what regular people want to see. Want to wear. Yeah, totally. So um, I'm for pushing, that reason, I'll stay in my sweatshirt. Yeah, for that reason, I'll stay in this outfit that you didn't like. That's not what I said. You didn't like it first. That's not what I said. I didn't say I don't like it. Um, I'm happy for Tom, you know, I hope he enjoys his retirement, whatever he does, his businesses gets into sport casting. Um, but I had, I have like so many, like, like I'm curious, you know, Mm -hmm. like about what he's really feeling at this time. Cause I could see a world in which like, he kind of like looked like depressed in that video. Yeah. And I don't know if it was just because like, you know, he's ending his career or cause like he kind of went out like a loser like, I'm retiring. Never mind. Yeah, but, like, you have to remember, he's not a loser. Like, if he's ever feeling that way, he can look at his six Super Bowl rings and feel better. Yeah. So, did he win a Super Bowl at, since, since he retired? Leaving, since leaving the Patriots? Yeah, I think the Bucks won. Won once. And then he retired. I, I don't know. I, th- I feel like he retired before he went to the Bucks. Bucks. Me too. I think he won with the Patriots, retired. Came back, won with the Bucks, and then lost twice or yeah. once. 
once twice yeah okay so it's not like that losery but it's not great yeah are you ready for our next story which is really kind of crazy kind of crazy so Nicola Peltz's snippy text blasting her wedding planner's mistakes have been shown in a lawsuit. Yes. Because Nicola's dad is suing this wedding planning duo for not giving back a deposit that he deposited, even though they didn't wind up working with them. So according to the Daily Mail, uh, Nicola's father filed a lawsuit against wedding planners, Nicole Braggin and Ariana Giralba for refusing to give back the $159,000 deposit he gave them. In the lawsuit, he's claiming that he and his wife hired them in March 2022 through their firm Plan Design Events. After parting ways with their first wedding planner, the Pelts has hired the duo six weeks before the star-studded nuptials were to take place. However, after only nine days on the job, the duo decided not to move forward with Nicola and Brooklyn because they could not handle the couple's guest list, which included more than 500 people. Uh, Per the Daily Mail, the lawsuit reads, the celebrity of the wedding couple combined with the anticipated attendance of many high-profile guests required that the wedding planner have the expertise in staffing to plan, coordinate, and execute a wedding event of the expected caliber and complexity. Yeah, like not just any old f- wedding planner could execute this. And I heard that this was weeks. like their, their, they went through like three or four people till they found the right one, this being one of them. Yeah, this was number two, and the lawsuit is because they didn't get their deposit back, but the lawsuit included some text messages Yikes. that Nicola had allegedly sent the wedding planners in the lawsuit, including one where the actress said she was, quote, tired of fixing their mistakes after they said Lewis Hamilton RSVP'd yes, although he told the couple he could not attend the wedding. So she texted them, Lewis Hamilton did not RSVP, so explain why his name's on the list, please. She said, we spoke to him, he can't come, so explain why you said he RSVP'd yes. The wedding planner said she tried to explain that she needed more time to get familiar with the app that the virtual guest list was on. She said, I need time to do this. I'm going to take a moment to learn the app and send you the information. I hate looking like a fool, but I hate the most not giving you what you need ASAP. I will be back soon. Nicola, who was seemingly upset, allegedly replied, that's not true. He didn't RSVP at all. Nicola's dad also claimed in the lawsuit that the wedding planners had a drinking problem. Mm-hmm. And oh, because they sent a text to Nicola saying um, that one of them said going for a tequila before her head was about to explode to which Nicola replied, yes, queen. So I guess like that's okay. That's dramatic. Mr. Peltz. Yeah. So he's also reported suing for the legal fees. Um, I don't know. It kind of sounds like they were pretty far into the planning process with these planners because they were accepting RSVPs. So they deserve to be paid for something. Yeah, but to be paid versus like the deposit. Yeah, I don't know what this money is like specifically for. I've never heard of a wedding planner taking a deposit. They get a fee. Yeah, I don't know. And then they they wound up hiring a different wedding planner with how much time to spare. Like this was already six weeks out. Like right. how many weeks did they work for them? A week, two weeks? No, it has. I feel like they probably worked with them for a decent amount of time if they were already in the collecting RSVP stage, that's that's six to eight weeks. No, but they hired them at six weeks out. They had a different oh. wedding planner before. Oh, you know that for sure? Yeah, that's oh, in okay. here. Oh, so, oh, oh, oh. They so, hired them with six weeks till the wedding. Got it, okay, so no. And then they didn't go with them and there's a different wedding planner. That's fucking crazy, by the way. I thought all of this was like, you know, one year out, starting to plan, going through a few planners and then ending with one, not changing planners six weeks before. That's crazy. yeah. And I don't know, I don't really under, maybe this is like a mega, mega rich person thing, but I never heard of a planner taking a deposit. Yeah. So that's why he wants his money back. Yeah. So I wonder, I wonder who's like going to win. Like who's entitled to the money? Like her dad is like a billionaire I know. businessman. I don't think this he is like would a bad like, look. Go, no, I don't think he would go for a lawsuit that wasn't a, a win for him. Right. Like, because um, it is a bad look if, if the law isn't on his side. Yeah, that's true. Like and going if it's after not a small... like crystal fucking clear. Yeah, that's true. It's just like so awkward like having your text messages being leaked. So awkward. I actually don't think that they're that bad considering like they what we been worse. heard about her, but also the dad put hers in. So like maybe there were others. Yeah. Maybe like they'll add them, but... um, I'm sorry, that's like so dramatic. Like, she's just to like send... a little snippy about Lewis Hamilton. Like why is he on here? He told us he wasn't coming. No, but like so dramatic to like submit a text message where she says she needs a drink because it was like a special, a stressful day. She has a drinking problem. Calm down. But like at least we could see Nic- Nicola was nice when she were back. Yes, queen. queen. Yeah. Because I could see Nicola being like such a bitch. <laughs> so scary. Like she's like just think, Especially how do you not? as a bride six right. weeks before her wedding. Like, like how do you not like when you grow up 
like her family, people don't I don't even think understand. Like they're like the top 1% of the 1%. Like they're like next level rich. She's so gorgeous. She's in Hollywood. Like how could you not be like a, a fucking wench. cunt? <laughs> I just don't know how you couldn't not be like the most nasty bitch alive. I mean, there's a way where you're just like so grateful for your bountiful blessings. I can tell you it wouldn't be me. Like if I was so perfect and like literally came from like billionaire, billionaire, billionaire family, became like a starlet was perfect looking like you could not catch me being nice to a single human being <laughs> like you I wouldn't even pretend I know you You wouldn't even look at me well actually if you're still my sister that means you're also like a billionaire I think she loves her little sis okay is she always posting her sis I don't know I feel like she is like I just I it's so important to know thyself yeah and I just know I would be worse than Nicola <laughs> like I just know it yeah, especially six weeks out, she's having wedding drama. I should have called Birch. Like, yeah, they would. It's just also Josh so would never. It's so interesting. Like, really, maybe a wedding of this magnitude happens like in this country like three times a year. Who is like? Because this is bigger than like Kardashian. Even I feel like who's the Mindy Weiss. Mindy Weiss. Like, I feel like someone bigger. Like, who's bigger than Mindy Weiss? I don't know, but they it, it happens. It exists. All the time. But I'm just day. like, who is it? Not every day. Who is it? I don't know. It's anyone's job for the taking. Speaking of. Gertie. They should have hired Gertie. She's in Miami. I don't think so. Um, so random. I don't know what just reminded me of this, but um, yesterday we were talking about how like Orlando Bloom and Katy Perry, I mean, Miranda Kerr and Katy Perry were at that event together. So Miranda Kerr posted a TikTok. I saw. It was so cute of her like dancing with Katy Perry and being like, when you love your son's stepmom so much, like obsessed. Obsessed. I love that. I feel like a lot of people didn't even realize that like there's they, a there there's was a, a kid. Son. Yeah. Yeah. They're like kind of, they're like really private actually with their kids, like as they should be. Um, And now I think I'm like becoming obsessed. Like I need to see, I need to see more step co-parenting content. Yeah. They should do an episode of like a podcast blended. Yeah, they should they should start a, a blended podcast. Yeah, where they like bring on parents who are having a hard time co-parenting. And they just kind of ameliorate the situation immediately. Yeah, which actually is a great segue into our next story because they could become the new Dr. Phil with that. Oh, and is it the new story that they could become the new Dr. <laughs> Phil with that that's brought to you by Kitsch? Is there a coincidence? Like, is that is that the one? That's the one. All right, you guys, today's episode is brought to you by Kitsch. 2023 is the year of good. We're feeling good, we're doing good, and we're being good to ourselves. Kitsch made, it makes feeling good simple with luxurious game-changing essentials that beauty enthusiasts swear by. And they say that hair care is a new skincare, but there's one brand that has taken it to the next level with a cult-like following. Kitsch has created game-changing essentials that beauty enthusiasts are swearing by, like from satin pillowcases to time-saving towels, they know hair care doesn't stop in the shower. So whatever your budget, whatever your skin type or your hair type, Kitsch believes that you deserve little indulgences at an affordable price, morning, noon, and night. They were started in 2010 by selling hair ties door to door. They just started hustling and all they had was a dream. And now they are sold in over 20,000 retail locations. So their best sellers include a lot of favorites here from Jackie and I, the satin pillowcases. Um, they also make satin eye masks and caps. The satin is vegan and cruelty free. They are so great for your hair and for your skin while you sleep. Um, if you wake up with like a rat's nest and you find yourself having to like re-give yourself a blowout every morning, which was me a few months ago, start sleeping with a satin pillowcase or wearing a satin cap on your head it will make the biggest difference also um it's great for your skin like if you wake up with lines on your face that can cause like aging and wrinkles and satin pillowcases are just like an all-around great thing to have there's no reason you shouldn't um they also have shampoo and conditioner bars which are part of bottle free beauty they also offer a heatless satin curling roller so you can say goodbye to heat damage um it's amazing um, to get like curls and blowouts at a fraction of the price. It's literally $18. Um, so right now, Kitsch is offering you 30% off your entire order at mykitsch.com slash toast. That's 30% off anything and everything at mykitsch, M-Y-K-I-T-S-C-H dot com slash toast. That's mykitsch.com slash toast for 30% off your order. Thank you, Turdy. You're welcome. <laughs> Next story, Dr. Phil's talk show will end after 21 seasons. He said, I'm moving on from daytime. The long-running daytime talk show hosted by Dr. Phil McGraw will wrap after its current 2022 to 2023 season, which is its 21st. Dr. Phil is ending his time with the show after signing his most recent contract with CBS Media Ventures, which was good for five years in 2018. The syndication company is expected to give networks the option to run previously taped episodes for the forthcoming 2023 to 24 season. 
He said in a statement to people, I have been blessed with over 25 wonderful years in daytime television. With this show, we have helped thousands of guests and millions of viewers through everything from addiction and marriage to mental wellness and raising children. This has been an incredible chapter of my life and career, but while I'm moving on from daytime, there is so much more I wish to do. CBS Media Ventures said that Dr. Phil will soon share details on a strategic primetime partnership that will help him increase his impact on television and viewers. I feel like this timing is really good because it's only a matter of time before Dr. Phil gets canceled. Like there was like a small movement led by Danielle Brigoli a few years ago. And like it had a little bit of traction because I think a lot of the facilities that his production company would like send troubled teens to was like, are some of those problematic places like Provo Canyon that Paris Hilton went to. Um, And you know what? He's gotten, he's gotten through 25 years relatively unscathed. And I think in order to protect his legacy, this is the absolute best thing that he should do. It's it's literally, it's a ticking time bomb. Yeah, I don't know if the culture can handle Dr. Phil for much longer. No, because Dr. Phil's very much like the tough love. Yeah, and he, like what, I think what, a lot of what he used to do, like would not fly today. No, no. So unless he wants to, and I don't think that he should change no. his way or his format, but you know, the world has changed. Yeah, and no, his time is up. His time is up. But it's also worth noting that daytime television is changing. Like Wendy Williams show, Ellen DeGeneres show, Dr. Dr. Oz. Oz, The real, like they're all going. I think that this is an inflection point for daytime. Um, Will it change beyond recognition where it's to the point where like there are really none of those shows or it's like we're just doing Kelly and Drew and like, you know. J-Hud. These types of really light, bright shows that are like, yeah. Not going to solve the world's problems. Right. No, you're right. We're definitely moving in that direction. Like it's more of like the Ellen vibe than the Dr. Phil, Dr. Oz, like kind of scary. I feel like sometimes that content's like fear mongering, like what's in your morning cereal? <laughs> Cancer, you know, like, and like, um, Dr. Drew, like things yeah. like that. The doctors that show. Yeah. What about Jerry Springer? Like, right. he Maury, must be like quaking. Maury's ending, right? Yeah. Steve Wilkos. Like it's, I think we're. I think like our kids will not be watching, you know, when they're homesick from school. They'll be watching Kelly Clarkson. And you know what? They'll be better off for it. Yeah, no, they could have. I feel like when you're homesick from school and then you're watching like, you know, Jerry Springer and you see like some, someone in dire straits, it's like, you know what? I'll go to school tomorrow. It's true. We're scaring the kids straight while they're sick. Instead, they'll be singing like, sometimes in the middle of the night, I can feel you again. I just miss you and I just wish you were a better man. You know, you'll go in, they're supposed to be sick. And right. so they've got the karaoke machine out. Love that for them. Sorry, the Kellyoke machine. Kellyoke. Um, but now it's like, what's next for Dr. Phil? And it says he's obviously working on some big, probably more like um, high level, like production or development thing with CBS. And I really feel like he should give his time slot to Morgan Stewart. Yeah. Like he should make his next phase in life, like making Morgan Stewart the next Dr. Phil, but like of her genre. Yeah. He must see the talent that's, you know, the mother of his grandchildren, you know, his daughter-in-law. He must see it. They should host a show together and like maybe like she could bring be, the that, new- be that foil where it's like, Phil, we don't say that Yeah, yeah, anymore. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I love that format. It's like, and it would be bringing like old and young generations together. I'd, wa- I'd be watching. In a second, on a dime, I would be watching that. It's something to think about. He has a podcast that's really popular. He does like more mental health stuff. Um, I don't think this is the last of Dr. Phil, but I do think in this kind of antiquated format, it's not, it's not going to make the, it's not going to cut it anymore. Yeah. But I feel like he has so many like fans and I don't think that's why he's really leaving. Like I just do think that daytime is changing. You know, and he's probably over it. Like doing the same thing every day for 25 years. Yeah. It's and a like, lot. He could, if he wanted to retire. Yeah. Oh, he's so rich. Yeah. He's fine. So we'll see what's next. Yeah. But the end of an era, truly. Yeah. Are you ready for our fifth and final story? Yeah. Britney Spears is accusing Melissa Milano of bullying for questioning her well-being. Alyssa Milano? Alyssa Milano. You said Melissa Milano. I'm like, the TikToker? Melissa Madrano? Literally, no, I didn't. You literally said Melissa, but okay. Okay. Roll Girl boss, back. gaslight, repeat. You are. You. You. You roll the tapes. Good, because we have them. Roll the tapes. Because we have them. Hopefully today's files don't mysteriously disappear. Uh. 
So Alyssa Milano tweeted, someone please go check on Britney Spears. You know, that's what people say these days. Yeah, I just want to say, like, before I give my opinions, I'm definitely biased because I find Alyssa Milano to be, like, one of the most annoying bitches on the planet. Continue. And so Britney posted that to her Instagram story and said, it saddens me to see things about me from people who don't know me. This definitely feels like a form of bullying. Bullying, Ladies, we are supposed to be rooting for one another, not pulling one another down. You know, I'm... I might have to rescind what I said. I think I might be with Alyssa Milano on this one because you know what? Like, it's not bullying. It must be tough for Britney to see that. But like, Britney is not okay. We all know that. I know, but I feel like this is what we're we've always been saying. It's like we you don't need to check on Britney. Like, this is Britney, right? This is the Britney that we freed. Like, and I think that the situation that she was in was extremely extreme. But at one point, like, she was. When, like, this all started because, like, I think that she's not, like, what you would consider normal. Normal. Yeah. She has her quirks about Mm -hmm. her. And that doesn't mean that she has to live her life like a prisoner, though. So, thus, she is free. Right. But, like, she's going to, Britney's going to be Britney. Britney's going to be a little weird. And she doesn't need anyone to check in on her. No. Also, I just feel like Alyssa Milano should mind her own business, you know? Like, there's, like, things things out there about, like, her husband. Like, just stop. Oh, I don't even know. There's about stuff any out there. So just like, why don't you mind your own business and like, you know, those in glass houses. She had said recently, Brittany, nope, I'm not having a breakdown. I am who I am and moving forward in my life. I've never felt better. That's literally what I think. She is who she is and she's moving forward in her life being I know. who she is, which is a person that like you you might not have thought that she was, but she right. is. Or like I think like two things can be true. Like she can be happy, but also deeply unwell. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And she could be unwell, but not need to be in a conservatorship on lithium, like working every day, not being able to accept her own money, having an IUD placed in her when she wants kids, not being able to marry her husband. Like she deserves her freedom. Yeah. And just because she like dances in her and living just room. She, it's not like what you would post on social media. And and uh, the thing is, I don't even like look at any of it anymore because it is out there. Yeah. And the girl is free and she deserves her freedom. But it, it, it's not, you know, it's not the usual celebrity curated content. Well, it's also important to remember, like not only is Britney obviously going through stuff, so her social media is weird. She's also a 40 year old mom. Like she's chewy, like. That is also her aesthetic. Like, I feel like people are always like, because we expect, you know, like every celebrity, no matter how old they are, has like some, you know, 25 year old intern helping with their social that like, it always comes off like cool. Like they know the trends, but like Brittany is literally 40. She's a mom of two. Like that is kind of the vibe for people that age. Like that's what they post. Maybe not the dancing, but like the quote cards and like the weird captions. Yeah. I feel like there was other stuff recently that was more concerning, but it's like, she's working through all of her newfound freedom and she's doing it in front of everyone. And that is her right. Like as a human being. And it's going to be ugly. And so I don't know that she needs to be checked on all the time. I think being checked on is what got her into a situation that was really bad. She's not hurting anyone. It doesn't seem to be that she's hurting herself. Let the girl live and be fucking weird. So I understood what she meant when she's like, like everyone can stop saying, and everyone thinks they're being so like helpful, helpful and magnanimous. Let's check on Brittany. I'm worried about Brittany. Brittany, she's so very happy. And that mentality, this just happened last week. Like we need to check on Brittany. Like people like concerned fans, like call the cops and the cops show up at her house in the middle of the night. And like, it freaks her out. So it's like, we can be concerned, but like there has to be a line. Please, it's so important for everyone in the world who cares about Britney to remember, you don't know Britney. So just like, don't call the cops to her house. Like you don't, this is still a stranger to you. You don't really know. None of us really know what's going on. I mean, don't know what she's really like. Yeah, but hopefully she has a few good people around her who know what she is really like. And and so know what to look out for if something is wrong. Yeah, agreed. Um, it's been so nice to have the boys back. Like Theo's been such a fucking angel this whole time. Yeah, so was Trisand. And now he wants to explore, which is his right to do. His duty. He's gonna explore his duty, that's for sure. That's for damn sure. Um, and that's our show. Oh no, it's not. Sorry. It's not. I was wondering. You know me, I'm like not okay today. I mean, same. Let me pull up the dear Tursters for you. So it's Wednesday, which means our advice segment, our favorite day of the week, is Dear Toasters. If you want to email us, get some advice from your favorite girlies, email deartoasters at gmail.com and we will do our best to get your quandary on air. Um, we've got some good submissions today. Are you ready? Ready. Hey, girly turlies. 
My husband brings me home a magnet after every work trip he goes on. It's cute and thoughtful, except he puts them on the fridge. I've tried to find another spot for them, but they always end up back on the fridge. We're moving from our apartment into our first house soon, and the magnets just simply don't fit the aesthetic. What do I do? Should I lose them during the move? Much love. Well, sorry, she wrote her name. Oh my God, nobody ever writes their name. Much love, magnet girl. That is so interesting because it's so sweet, but I totally understand like we cannot be having a fridge full of magnets, but if they're not going to be on the fridge, like they're just going to sit in a drawer, which is also kind of sad. Like those are gifts from him. For me, like I am of Jackie and Ben, they both call me the sweeper. Like I'm constantly sweeping up, throwing things out. Like I don't care if they have sentimental value. Like I hate clutter in my house. I find myself like, you know, months later looking for stuff and being like, oh my God, I definitely tossed that in the sweep. So I'm just very much like, I don't care about your feelings. It's, you know, it's how the house looks over your feelings. This is like a really sweet thing. Maybe you could put them in like a shoebox. No, or like put them in a drawer and then when you need a magnet on the fridge, like for a grocery list, like take from the magnet drawer, but we're not just gonna have like magnets on the fridge that aren't serving a purpose. No, yeah, that's like very like old retro. Like it's it's tacky, like it's not the vibe. You could be like going into the new home, like I want purposeful magnets and they're yeah. not just gonna sit on the fridge. Like if you want a grocery list or you're leaving me a note, like oh, this is the magnet drawer. Do people still use magnets? Like our fridge is still magnetic. I feel like the new like vibe that was people having like cabinets over their fridge. Yeah. So most people don't actually have magnetic fridges anymore. I think my fridge is magnetic, but I don't have a magnet. Right. Is that still a thing? I guess like when you have kids and they start like coming home with like paintings yeah, and, and stuff. Yeah, like you have the kids schedule on the fridge. Like right. it's cute. It's, no, it's cute. But like, I feel like that's but very like a 90s thing. But not just magnets for magnets sake. Right. No, I mean, I don't have children. So like, I certainly don't have a single magnet in my home. Purposeful magnets is where we're going in 2023. Just yeah. be like, oh my God, I was listening to this podcast. They were talking about purposeful magnets. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And it really got me thinking, like our magnets are not serving a purpose. And until they do, they should go in a drawer. They're just kind of like cluttering. But you, did you see that story about Marie Kondo? She's kind of like given up. Yeah, that was sad. That was sad and like a real reflection of the state of the world. It made me sad to think of everybody who threw their stuff away and is now like, oh, I want it back. They got carried away. They got condoed away. But I still like her philosophy. Yeah, right. If it doesn't spark joy, get rid of it. But I don't know. I feel like this might be a hard sell now that like Marie Kondo is bowed out. But maybe we need a new Marie Kondo called The Sweeper. New show idea. I am the fucking Claudia sweeper. Claudia Ashray is... The, the sweeper. sweeper. Your superpower is sweeping. It really is. But that's why my studio remains completely organized and clutter-free. My house, you will not find a single thing I don't actually need. Mm -hmm. And it's it's one of the great joys of my life, sweeping. I love it. I I swept your house last night when everyone's still eating dinner. It's, it's fun to sweep when it's just like the kids' choice because they just like all go back in the bin. It like And it, it goes from being like so messy to so clean so it's quickly. It's easy to clean when it's like, yeah. And you're also really good. You have like bins for Bruno's toys, bins for Harry's toys. Like it's easy to sweep your house. Yeah. I also and just felt like it was like really messy and like Zach was going to come home. Like it's not nice, you know? Oh, thanks. I mean, it's, that's a fun mess. That's not like really messy. That's not like dishes in the sink. No, I also like to be a good house guest. So it's not like, oh, Claudia's coming. Like Ben's toenail. Ben's toenail. Did we, we ever tell that story? I don't think that we did. I work so hard when I stay at Jackie's house to oh, to be a good house guest. Like, so that it's not like, oh, Claudia's coming. So like, I know you'll never feel that way, but like, I don't want Zach to be like, oh, so much work, Claudia's coming. So I always, you know, I never leave a dish. I, when I leave, I, you know, make the bed every morning. I leave the, the room nice. I yeah. take my trash out. And I do it for me and Ben. Yeah. But they stayed here in December and when we were cleaning out the room because we were turning it over for the next guest, we found Ben's toenail on the nightstand. Like, you know, when like your big toe, like, <laughs> like just the whole thing comes off. Right. Not like the whole nail, the whole like extension, like. Yeah, yeah, the, the whole tip. like tip. And so he must have ripped it off and left it on the nightstand because he must have been impressed like with his big, big toenail. I actually, I remember him ripping it off and showing it to me. Oh, really? Yeah, it because never occurred to me he would leave it there. Then he left it there and Zach found it. I feel like if I had found it, like I would have concealed it and just told you, but Zach was It's horrified. so disgusting. And it's like all the work that I do to like leave a good impression for my family and Ben destroys it with a two inch nail. And so I call Ben, oh my God, and you told me to scare him. So I left him like a really scary voicemail. Like, hey Ben, we need to talk. Like, please call me back. And when he called me back, I was like, you know, dragging it out. And then I was like, and I found your toenail. And he was like, no, that's not mine. That was Claudia's. Oh, <gasps> what? I, you didn't tell me that. Yes, I did. He said, that's Claudia's. I was like, no, it's too big to be Claudia's. And it was on your side of the bed. Yes. And so Claudia. Closer to the window, right? Yeah, of course. And Claudia would never. Uh-uh. I cannot. Anyways, he was like, not even... Giving you. Give, like not apologizing, oh. like not embarrassed. I cannot believe he, like, you tried really to blame that shit like, on well, me. Well, I guess if it's mine, I'm sorry. 
if it's that's like if I hurt your feelings I'm sorry yeah he's like I don't think it's mine but if it is like I'm really sorry I cannot believe that little shit tried to blame me mm-hmm. well I'm like mad at him all over again <laughs> um so I yeah, actually had forgotten about it back to the dear toasters just just get rid of them like I'm sorry put them in a shoebox like it's sweet it's like collector yeah. oh yeah or in the move don't throw them away but like in the move they don't have to go on the fridge like put them somewhere where he can't find them. And then also maybe going forward, be like, I feel like we have so many magnets. Like, I, But I love that you're always saying of me, like maybe a shot glass, maybe a keychain. Yeah, change, switch it up. Switch it up, maybe a sweatshirt. Our next one is like a Venmo issue. And I find these issues, like people really have such gall. Ready? Hey, Jackson, Claude. Token Gen Z are here. Claude, your TikTok presence is working. My big sis introduced me to the toast and I'm obsessed. That's why I wanted to read this submission. Anything for me? No. Usually that gives something nice for you and something nice for me. Well, she didn't say something. She just said the TikTok presence is working since I'm the one doing the TikTok. Oh, okay. I thought she meant also like your videos, like, you know, no. your food trying. No, no. I think she just meant the clips because she found out about us from Got- her sister who oh, sent her oh, the TikToks. Oh, okay. It wasn't just like nice these for both of us no. as some people t- do. <laughs> so there's nothing for me. It's not about you. It's about the girl. <laughs> I need your advice. I just moved to Denver for work. And I'm in the process of making new friends. A few new girls invited me and two of my friends from home to go skiing this past weekend. And it was a blast. We totally hit it off and I could see us moving past the dreaded friend dating phase. But my dilemma is that after the weekend was over, the girl who drove requested a Venmo for gas and parking. Totally normal. And then she requested a $35 uh, Venmo request per person for one, an exterior and interior car detail, and two, a payment to rent a spot on her car's ski rack. Her blatant explanation was that if I charge $10 to every person to bring their skis per trip to the mountains, I can then pay off my ski rack by the end of the season. So she's just using these girls like to pay her back to pay for a ski rack. I'm not sure what that is. A ski rack that she would already have. Yeah, that she like wants to pay off. Am I petty as fuck for not wanting to pay this girl an extra $35 so that she can pay for her own car upgrades? On the one hand, it's not worth losing a new friend over $35, but she knows we are all on a shoestring budget and skiing is as is expensive. If I pay her, does this fuel this kind of behavior? How would you approach this? Hmm. So I guess she bought a ski rack for her car and then if she charges everyone $10, then she's like, she never had to buy it. Yeah. Even though they did use it. But no, also or an interior like, and exterior sh- detail. That's definitely like extreme. Extreme, but but you know, maybe she needed it. Yeah, like we had, did I would a road just pay trip. It. I would just pay it too. And like going forward, there will be a time when like you won't want to pay it and it doesn't make sense to. Right. But like if you want this person as your friend, just pay it. Um, but I do think this is a problem that's going to persist. But maybe eventually like it will be something so crazy that you could say something. I don't know. I, I kind of feel like this isn't the most unjustified request. Like $35 when it was like the whole weekend everyone used this one, one girl's car. Like skiing, snow in the car. Like the detail doesn't seem like that crazy to me. Um, The ski rack is like a little chutzpah. Like, but it's like where would you guys have put your skis? Right. If she didn't have her car and she didn't buy a ski rack. I don't know. I, it's, I, a, it's like it's very gray. No, no, no. Like it's. Um, it's very like a small thing, but everybody's on like has bills to pay. And I mean, it sounds like she would have bought it regardless. Like she didn't buy it like for you guys, but, um, I would, I would pay it this time and then just, you know, keep an eye out. Yeah. It doesn't, honestly, it's not the most, I've I've heard of crazier things. People asking for Venmo requests. Yeah. I would pay it this time for sure. But like next time be like, okay, what are the costs going to be? Up front. The next time someone asks you to do something like if we're going to dinner, like, okay, are there any costs associated or just like we're going to dinner? But it's hard enough to make friends in a new city. So honestly, just like let this one go, especially because I I don't feel like it's that crazy. Yeah. No, it's not the craziest thing I've ever heard. Um, All right. Our third and final Dear Toasters, Dear Jackson Claude, longtime listener here. I hope all is well and fabulous with both you and the boys. I recently had my first child and I don't know how to tell my in-laws that I don't want them posting pictures of of my child. Sorry, I'm not giving the child a gender. I don't want them to be posting pictures of my child on social media. I feel like they're going to roll their eyes and think I'm a crazy mama bear behind closed doors. I don't like confrontation and I don't want them to feel like I don't want them to be a part of my child's life. My mother-in-law and sister-in-law post everything and I mean everything on Facebook and that's just not my journey. My husband and I are more private and we don't feel the need to overshare our life. I know my in-laws want to share pictures of my newborn out of love and excitement, but I don't know how I feel about my child having a digital footprint at the moment. Mm-hmm. Here's the kicker. I want to be in charge of what photos are posted and when. I feel like they will think it's hypocritical of me if I tell them no posting and then I may post a photo here or there down the line. What are your thoughts? That's a very well thought out submission. Totally. Um, I feel like you it's have every right to 100%. say, I don't want my baby on social media, but you could also be like, 
especially I don't want like a lot of volume of my baby out there, but like there, if there's ever a photo that I'm comfortable with you guys sharing, like I will let you know. And like, if I share something that means that you can share it too, but I just, just because there's one picture doesn't mean that there's now going to be a thousand floodgates and they absolutely have to respect that if they don't like that's a problem. Um, and if, as far as you worrying about them thinking you're like a crazy mama bear behind closed doors, like let them think okay, that. Let them. Th- let oh, them so what? Think. You care so much about their grandchild. It's better than them thinking you're just like this. a deadbeat mom. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, Jackie's totally right. There are such worse things for your in-laws to think about you. Like if your parents think, if your in-laws think you're too overprotective over your child, that means you're doing a good job. Yeah. Like being overprotective is never a bad thing when it comes to kids. No, never. So I agree. Like this is, it, it is important. Like it is worth having the conversation over you're not unjustified and nothing you're asking for is like that crazy. And I feel like if you explain it out, especially like your sister-in-law who's like younger, like she should get it. it other like parents don't really understand like the full magnitude of social media. Um, So I think you'd have to like explain it to them more, but as long as you do it in a nice way. Yeah, in a nice way, not in like a condescending way. Like you guys share so much. Like yeah, just like, right, right. just like this is me, like for our family, like my, uh, your son agrees. Like we just don't want a lot of pictures out there. We'll let you know if there's ever... Stuff we feel comfortable sharing, but well, did you have to tell your in-laws? Yeah, and, and it was we totally fine. understood. Yeah, yeah, and I'm sure that they would love, like, they would love to be able to share pictures, but like, of course, they, they know and and, and they respect hundred percent. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, I didn't realize like that you literally did this too. Yeah, and so like you just said, like, no pics. Yeah, I said we're like we're not sharing Great. pics of Harry. Like, please don't share either. No, I guess I just realized that too because I am friends with your in-laws on Facebook and I've yeah. never seen a picture of Roldini. Right. I wish I would. <laughs> um. And like, you didn't really have that conversation with me because you know, like I would, I'm so against it. Like the world needs to see. Yeah. Let's see when it's your turn, what you do. No, I know. You know, I've thought about that a lot because like Olivia didn't do it and then like you didn't do it. And I, I don't know how I won't, but I think, I think I agree. The way that I felt, like I always said, I'll see how I feel. I'll see how I feel. And the way that I felt made my decision for me, but like the way that you, you might still feel like I don't see what the big deal is and then you can share. By the way, I do see what the big deal is and I agree with your sentiments. I just feel sad for everyone else that they will never get to experience the magic. But I just, I feel like you'll, the way that you feel like it won't even be a hard decision if you wind up posting or not posting, like you'll know. Yeah, you'll know, you'll know. That's how I felt. I'm also just like a loser follower. Like whatever my sisters do, I do. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So like it's, the decision's already been made. I don't know. But sometimes you go rogue. I do sometimes go rogue, but not with important shit. Like kids are important. I don't know. I could see you going, just being like, no, I feel fine. No, I don't. I couldn't see that actually. Really? Yeah. Okay. But again, you're totally entitled to the girl who wrote in, not to make everything about us. Um, You're completely entitled. But I think that's why she wrote into us. Like, yeah, I, I, I picked up on that. Oh, I totally, cause it didn't apply to me. And if it doesn't <laughs> apply to me, I'm not even paying attention. I didn't even pick up that, like you literally did this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, it was totally fine. Yeah. So, like, Unless I, you have like evil in-laws, which it sounds like they're pretty normal. Like they love your kid and like want to take pics. So I think you're, you'll be fine. Yeah. And I think a lot of people do understand, even if they've not experienced it, but they can conceive of like the downsides of social media. And like, especially for young kids, like there is a lot there. So I feel like they'll respect your decision. Yeah, I agree. Because we all want what's best for the child. Of course. And that's what we all have in, in Kerman. In Kerman. What are we going to have for lunch? I literally just got so hungry. I heard somebody downstairs open the microwave. That's why. I'm so glad you asked the question. I'm starving. Maybe like we go out for lunch. I'm down. I also need to go to Target because the way I have asked repeatedly for a chair in my bathroom, I cannot, you know what I didn't realize? Mm -hmm. I guess I have a vanity at my house and I have not done my makeup standing up. Do you need a chair with a back or a poof? I just need something. Well, you could always take one, one from the dining table. No, no, I want like a, it needs to be taller. Taller. So I just need to go to, I need to go to Target and get what I need. Like my back, I, my feet hurt. Like just standing up and doing your hair and makeup when you take as long as I do is backbreaking stuff. Yeah. So maybe we'll go lunch and then Target. I love, oh, I have to edit the redheads today. New episode drops tomorrow. We recorded it yesterday and it's so good. And even though we all like the book, like we all had a lot of really valid concerns. Okay. And I feel like it's a really good episode about a great book, which so many people loved, including the Garleys. And as always, the rating felt right. Mm. But we were like, not just blindly eating all of it up. Cause mm. you could have, cause there was, it, it, honestly, she's like real life Evelyn Hugo. Yeah. Oh, that's you know, nice. It was a really good book. Um, but we had concerns. 
And I have concerns too about what I'm going to have for lunch. So I'm going to go figure that out. I'm going to have a bowl of strice for lunch. Uh, I hope you guys have an amazing hump day. Thank you so much for joining us. And I hope it's time for your lunch now or dinner Mm. whenever you're listening to this or dessert. Because I want my dinner now. I do. I do want my dinner now. Thank you so much for listening to the Toast of the Millennium Morning Show where we deliver the festive stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please subscribe to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as podcasts anywhere podcasts can be found. So it's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, IR Radio, Castbox, all the places where we listen to podcasts. Have so social facts are revealed, beautiful, stunning, and wickedly talented. We are amazing. Love ya. Bye.